What is up, everybody? Welcome back to The Dan Show. Um, hope you guys are doing well. It's been a wild couple of weeks since the last time I've checked in with you. Um, I'm actually down in Florida, for those of you that are that are keeping track. Um, I've been bouncing around a little bit since this, uh, this, since this whole pandemic hit. Of course, I was living in New York City trying to fulfill my dreams of of being a working artist and and making it in in New York City as a comedian which I I had just begun to taste what it was like to to pay my bills as as an artist as a creator as a comedian and boy was it great man was it great I got to see it I got to tell people I got to look people in the eye they'd ask me oh what do you do for work I told them I'm a comedian that's what I got to do. Now, now I'm with everybody else. I'm a man of the people. Always have been, but I'm into the boat with everybody else. And that boat, you know, God help us. Let's hope it's not sinking. So I'm here. I'm here in Florida right now where I am originally from. I'm from a town called Brandon, Florida. It's a suburb of, of Tampa. Um, if any of you had any uh, ill will or negative stereotypes about Tampa. Um, Brandon would not do really anything to to help with that. Um, whatever you you think about Tampa, Brandon is a is a step below that. If you think Tampa is the greatest place on earth, Brandon is affordable. So I love it. I know it is my home. I'm in my childhood bedroom right now. Um, not living out my dreams, but God help me. It could be a lot worse. So I was in New Jersey for about six weeks ish after the pandemic hit. Um, and I know, look, I've been extremely inconsistent with these podcasts over the last several weeks. Um, the podcast was originally Florida boy podcast where both myself and my good friend, guy I really love, Matt Weiss. Um, we would review stories, news headlines, and try to determine if they were, uh, if the story took place in Florida or somewhere else in the world. And we have guests on and it was a lot of fun. It be, ended up being like a little game show. None of us, neither of us felt very connected to that idea. It was a little contrived. Now, albeit fun, um, it's hard to pursue something uh, all the way if you don't love it and you know, I'm the type of guy that, that wants to be all in, you know, I moved to New York with no job place or place to stay or, you know, just a a suitcase that was unbelievably heavy. My parents got me the suitcase as a graduation gift for college. That was really more of a, more of a curse. It was a burden on me, you know, lugging that things up, that thing up my five floor walk up. My first apartment in New York um, was a five floor walk up. And so was my most, recent uh apartment in New York. So let me let me catch you guys up on on what I what I've been up to really really quick cuz there's some things I want to get into. I was in New York. I moved out of my apartment in New York City um where I was living with uh, another comedian Tim McHugh, good buddy of mine. He's in Boston now where he's from. Um my lease was ending at the end of April. I was staying in New Jersey with a few friends from college and I was like, "Look, here's what the fuck I'm going to do. I'm going to rent a car." Uh, drive into the city 
which was like a ghost town. It was, it was, it was this odd, odd feel like driving into the city. It was, it was the first time that I've, I've ever driven into Jersey, which New Jersey has by far in my experience. And I've, I've driven, um, you know, in a, a good bit of the country and, and I've seen a, a good bit of it in my experience, probably the worst highway system. Like if, if there are aliens, which we will get to that because there's been a UFO sighting or not even a, not a sighting. It's a, it's a video that's, that's been conferred by, you know, the NSA was like, Hey, we don't know what the hell this is making it literally in every sense of the, you know, the acronym, a UFO, an unidentified flying object. So I was driving into the city with this car that I rented, um, you know, Rented it from New Jersey from Enterprise. Rent a car. Lady drops it off at the house. Enterprise will pick you up. They they drop it off. Ladies wearing a mask, you know, like leather gloves, which I thought was you know unnecessary, but you know you got to stunt out here somehow. Uh, so she she pulls up. We have a quick chat. I'm wearing a mask. She's wearing a mask. We kiss. I'm kidding. Um, so. Uh, I get the car and I drive into New York city for what is probably the last time in a very long time that I'll be there. Um, love the city. I was calling it home for coming on two years now, but you know, things happen like pandemics that, you know, started in a, in a lab in, in China uh, or, you know, it was a wet market of course, but <laughs> I, I go to the city and I spent about four or five hours moving furniture from my tiny, tiny apartment in, uh, in the Upper West Side of Manhattan on 95th Street and Broadway. Beautiful neighborhood. I love I love the Upper West Side. The Upper West Side might be the most beautiful. It's just, it has character, you know, with the architecture. There's, there's, there's a neighborhood communal feel. Um, there's a lot of Jewish people, so you feel safe. The bagels are fucking fantastic. Broadway bagel on 100th and Broadway. They serve you a fucking brick of a bagel. And that, I mean, that doesn't sound delicious when you say it by brick. I mean, it's just heavy. It's, it's big, it's filling, but God damn it. It's delicious. So that was my vice spending like nine bucks on a bagel. Um, and eventually, you know, losing my day job and then eventually being able to pay my bills doing comedy, which is a blessing losing that job. Um, all too many times, instead of, you know, eating my little yogurt at my desk at my day job, I would be waking up at 1030 in my apartment and being lazy, not cooking at home and not having any routine. I would walk to Broadway Bagel and spend eight or nine bucks, you know, get myself a latte. Because when you get a meal that big for breakfast, you need like a gallon of caffeine afterwards to offset it. So you know, maybe this pandemic was a blessing in disguise because I'm, I'm now I'm in Florida. I'm, I'm eating quite healthy. I'm eating shrimp tacos and I'm swimming and, you know, I'm really doing this better than a lot of people. So uh, not to break, but getting back to my point, I drove, drove into the city, you know, New Jersey's highway system is, is God awful. People are attacking you. Thank God. You know, there was a pandemic when I was driving there because there's less traffic, but still people were coming from my head and you go through these easy passes, which are like tolls. There's no toll booth workers there, which those jobs aren't coming back. So I'm driving in and, and like a couple hundred feet, at least maybe even like a football field length uh, of, of, of pavement separates, you know, once you get a, like, once you get like a football field or two away from these tolls, the lanes disappear and it just becomes 
huge wide pavement. Literally, there's no medians or anything. So people, there's no that be, it becomes a lawless zone. People are gunning in front of you, behind you. It's it really makes no sense. But so for like hundreds of hundreds of feet, football fields of length, there's there's no median. So it's just it's just chaos, man. It's fucking chaos before and after the tolls for like a couple hundred feet on either side. There's no medians. So that's that New Jersey felt that that was a smart decision. It's already tense driving in New York and getting into New York. But like maybe maybe that's just to prep you. It's like, hey, like you need your senses need to be activated because once you're getting over the bridge, the you know, the GW bridge, the lanes are tight. You know, going through the tunnel, that's pretty cool. But then you get in the city, you know, typically there's a lot of traffic. There was not, you know, I'm on the expressway or uh, no, what the fuck was I on? So the parkway, there's nobody there. Um, and it was weird. You know, homeless people have gloves and masks, which, you know, if you ever lived in New York or been in New York, um, that's extreme. You know, I, I, myself, you know, I have a bit about it, but, or, you know, I had a bit, uh, uh about, uh, witnessing two homeless people having sex, uh, you know, right outside my apartment when I lived in, in Harlem. Um, not even, not like bad Harlem, just like fucking my neighbor. It was in a decent neighborhood and people are just, you know, having sex outside my apartment. You know, people are jerking off everywhere. I would even see that in my, my, my latest apartment in the Upper West Side. So seeing that these homeless people going to great lengths to protect themselves, which, which is good. I'm, I'm happy about that. But it's like, okay, something's different. Doormen, they're all wearing PPE gear. You think they're nurses? People are driving with masks. So, and I know people are doing that at all points of the country, but this is New York. It's like a, hey, fucking figure it out mentality. This is a, these are the streets. This is tough. So when people are really taking it seriously um, and protecting themselves unnecessarily in New York City, that's when you know it's like, okay, there's a different energy here. Things have changed. And I spent about four or five hours with my roommate gathering our belongings, we wanted to secure the security deposits. We moved like furniture and shit out, cleaned it out a little bit. Didn't want to stay there too long, you know. And while we were cleaning and doing these things, we had masks and gloves. No one's been in this apartment uh, for like the last six weeks. And it's likely that no one will occupy that apartment um, for months unless they turn like that building into like a Dwayne Reed or, you know, they use it to like stuff bodies or whatever they decide to do. You know, I, I really don't fucking know. And frankly, I don't care. I wanted to get the security deposit back and I, I wanted to get a few more of my belongings. So I stuffed all my belongings in this rental car and uh, I said goodbye to my roommate, gave him a hug. Uh, you know, we did a little 69. We do a standing 69. Um, he's very tall. So he, he's he's the one that's standing and he holds me by my legs. Um, and we do a standing 69 and we do it right next to the window at Broadway. Actually, we, sometimes we do it at our fire escape. Um, and whoever, uh, finishes first, the person that was blowing them, they, they pull out and they scream, yes. And that's, uh, so we did that for, we did that one more time, uh, you know, for old time's sake. And, you know, we felt safe about it because if, you know, he has the, the Rona, then I do. Um, and then, you know, we parted ways. So I drove that car back to New Jersey and then the next morning I woke up and I, and I got the fuck out of Dodge. 
So I woke up very early and I drove from where I was is a town called Mountainside, New Jersey. I drove from there. Um, I took a little uh, Adderall, you know, uh, which, by the way, there are not a lot of things that are honestly more fun than taking Adderall and going on a road trip by yourself. I was blasting music. I was talking to people on the phone. I had like meaningful, in-depth conversations. Like it's whatever you imagined, whatever you're thinking of right now, like, oh, I took an Adderall. This guy took an Adderall and, you know, got in a rental car and drove down. Um, Whatever you think that road trip looked like on Adderall, it did. Like I'm listening to Life of Pablo at like 11 p.m. after I've driven for like 10 or 11 hours and I'm just belting notes. I'm like raving. I'm on the phone with people just like, yeah, you know, like when, when I was, when I was 11, you know, I had this fear of wh- whatever it was. Like, I'm, I'm like, you know, just thoughts are flowing. I'm like having very deep conversations about life. I'm, I'm like, all right, who's my NBA friend? I'm calling my, my, my buddy to talk about hoops for an hour. Who's my uh, conspiracy guy. Let's call him. Um, so just hours and hours. And really the time flew by. It was a fucking blast. I recommend you do it. So I got in the car and I drove about 12 hours the first day. It's a 16 and a half hour drive from Mountainside, New Jersey to Brandon, Florida, where I am now. I drove about 12 hours and had a blast and I stopped in Savannah, Georgia. And now I felt a lot better driving than flying. Uh, One, because just on some man shit, on some just straight up man shit. I was like, I'm getting the car. I'm getting my shit and I'm going. I'm in control. You're in control. When you're getting on a plane, you're like, who knows who's been here? I got to sit next to this fucking guy. Uh, You know, there's also more variables. You know, what if they lose my luggage? And also I had a lot of shit. So, and I figured probably going back to Florida, I was going to be there for a little bit or be here for a little bit. So I got my belongings, got out of there, drove 12 hours, stopped in Savannah, Georgia, only stopped, uh, you know, like for rest stops a couple times. Didn't even really touch anything. Didn't come in contact with anybody. A lot of these rest stops, the doors are open, um, you know, uh, so like the door to the bathrooms are just like they're, they're propped open. So I don't even need to touch anything. I go in there. I pee. There's no one else in there really. And unless it's like if it was a motion censored uh, faucet sink, then I would wash my hands there. If not, I would just go back in the car and hand sanitize and, and get the hell out. But it was it was very interesting because in New Jersey and New York, people are taking this thing extremely seriously. And that's where I was living. Um, and, you know, it was just very odd going to the rest of the country and seeing people not wearing masks at like a gas station or um, at a rest stop. And of course, the farther south I got, the less protected people were. Then I got to Georgia where I stayed for a night in a hotel um, the only person I interacted with in this whole journey down was this lady at the counter who sweet lady, no gloves, no mask. I did have to stand six feet away. There was a sign, but like, I mean, are you fucking kidding me? There's like four people at this hotel. Like I get like the, the odds are low and it's, it's low risk, but can we just like pretend? I mean, just for like me, um, because it's me. Um, and then I, I got to my room and I brought wipes. I had fucking everything with me. I was like, all right, I'm ready to like you know, sterilize the fuck out of this place. And I get in there and someone had already done it for me. My first thought was, holy shit, this place smells like a dentist office. So I felt a lot really comfortable. I, I crashed there. I was gassed driving for 12 hours, listening to Kanye West, to fucking Blink-182, to talking about, 
you know, my fears as a child to, you know, is Donovan Mitchell ready to take the next step to all NBA first team? Um, is Rudy Gobert a good or bad person? Uh, is Adam Silver an alien? Uh, I mean, a lot of NBA stuff, a lot of conspiracy stuff. Like, where's this stuff coming from? Talked about the UFO shit a lot, which I want to get to very, very quickly uh, or or in a quick moment here. But and and now I'm back in Florida. You know, the next day was like a like a five hour drive. Got back here. My my parents, uh, one of them, you know, uh, my grandmother on my dad's side was staying with my parents before this whole thing hit. So she's been chilling here for a long ass time. So she was a little skeptical of me coming back. That's why it took me so long to eventually get to Florida. She, she fucking her and my mom are at one of their, one of my parents' friends houses that I guess they own. That is like in a senior community, which is, it's not a senior community. It's like a retirement community, like 55 and up golf courses, sun. Um, it's in sun city, Florida. It's, it's pretty nice. The house is decent. So they're staying there for two weeks just as a precaution. I fucking got tested for the COVID. Uh, waiting to hear back. They're taking their, their merry time with my results. So, but I, guys, I feel fucking fantastic. I'm very, uh, you know, I'm working out. I'm, you know, the best looking person alive. I'm fucking gorgeous. And I'm, I'm living the dream here in Florida and drinking coffee and working out with my dad. It's not bad. Um, but now that I'm back here, I have a lot of time to reflect, which is good. And I definitely did a lot of reflecting and, and talking to people on, on my drive down. And it, it's one thing that's, that's interesting about, about the coronavirus is it's ongoing. And it's, I, what I think is, is interesting is just the way news operates is once it's over, it's going to be a whole other thing. Like Epstein was captivating that story for a little bit, but then it was done and no one cared anymore. It's going to be interesting to see like once, like in a couple months, like if, if it's subsided, which is not going to be months, it could be years, but like if it's like just New York has it and the rest of the country doesn't, are we going to be talking about it? Like people, I think people are even talking about it less now. Like there was a UFO, like, a couple weeks ago, like the NSA, the government was like, yeah, there was a fucking, we don't know what this was. This vehicle is operating, uh, going against the laws of physics. As we know them, we can't explain what it was. And look, here's here. I mean, here's, here's what it was like. For, it's very obviously like a, a guy, like it's fucking, it's like a dude in there. It's not like an alien. It's like a dude. Right. It's a dude. It's not an alien. The government, like they're not going to put out something and be like, yeah, we don't know what this was. If it was an alien, they fucking knew. It's probably, they probably put it out to distract us and see if they could like pull people away from, uh, they, I, I, I want to go back on that day and, and see if, you know, go back on that day. See, see what happened the day they released that or the, the week that 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 story came out because it really only was pertinent for like a day or two it didn't really trend i think as hard as probably the government wanted it to it's likely that's just a fucking it's like a bro in there dude it's like some guy is in there and he has health insurance he's in that plane it's not an alien like the whole like the whole world is like yeah it's a ufo like that's you know what it what is that 
But then there's like three guys out there who are like, no, that's there's like three guys alive who can be like, no, that's that's Jeff. <laughs> like that's fucking that's my friend Jeff, dude. He, he's flying the plane. You know, like it's not an alien. That's not an alien, dude. And you know, we wouldn't see alien shit if it got here. We wouldn't recognize it. Or like they would be so, so technologically advanced that we would see it and be like, oh, that's a cloud or like a bird. We're not going to see it and be like, what's this weird kind of plane thing? Like, that's like a guy. It's also like near like a testing center um, for the government where this was spotted. But, um, or at least that's, that's what I heard. But like, it's, yeah, it's like, that's fucking Jeff. And people are like, no, it's like, it's a tiny green, it's like an alien. It's like a tiny man. And, you know, tiny green man, alien dude. And it's like, I mean, like, he's he's small. I wouldn't say he's tiny, but, like, why do you think he, like, you know, why do you think he became the fucking spaceship builder guy? He's, like, a small dude who, like, would go to theme parks as a kid. And they're like, you got to be this tall to ride. And he's like, well, I want to ride it. They're like, well, you're not tall enough. He's like, well, I'm going to build a better ride. And then they're like, what? Like a spaceship? He's like, yes. And they laughed and they called him a pussy. And then he built a super cool spaceship that does flips and shit. And he's like, oh, I'm a fucking, like, who's laughing now? I can go upside down in the sky too. And people are like, holy shit, that guy's an alien. And he's like, no, I'm Jeff. And then the government's like, no, he might be an alien. So that's the guy that's in there. It's not like a fucking alien, dude. It's like interesting though that like, like no one cared. Like it's it, no one cared. The government was like, that's that's an alien. And people are like, no, I don't care. Like we don't. These things don't matter. Like Epstein's not a story anymore. Like the me mentioning Epstein, people are like, oh, if you. So some people are listening probably right now. And some of you listening and like, you're like, oh, Epstein's so long ago. It's like, this is still like, should like, still matters. It's still huge. And like, we don't learn anything from it. Like, what was like the biggest thing that happened in 2019? Epstein, right? I mean, one could argue like the end of the year, 2019, November, December with Corona. But like 2018 was Epstein. That was a year of Epstein. That was like the story, right? Um, And then... You know, what's the biggest story this year other than Corona? Like, what's one of the biggest things that's happening, biggest phenomenons? TikTok. Like, we didn't learn anything. Like, last year was like, oh, these fucking, our fucking dude, our the president, dude, was like a pedophile, dude. Our president was a fucking, dude, this guy, like, this guy was, he had an island, dude, where, like, they would go to the fuck kids, and it's, the fuck is, this is bad this is the worst thing ever these are this is messed up dude something has to be done something they gotta do something about it the fucking island of kids dude getting our president was there his name is on a list Epstein met with with Clinton in his office why he was president for two terms. 
His wife ran for president. Trump is involved. Fucking Chris Tucker is involved. Man, man, don't mention my name, man. Man, I didn't know. Chris Tucker, you were involved. Man, I I didn't didn't know. I didn't know. It's like you you, you were there. You did it. I did not. I did not know. You knew, Bill. You knew. I did not have. You did have sexual relations with that woman. You were there. That happened. And then, like, this year... It's like, why don't you say so? And it's fucking people like like kids, like teenagers are dancing on in front of their phones. And then, you know, people that run media pages, adults, um, they're like, these kids are hot. Let's make them a star. It's like, it's what? What the fuck? Literally a year. I mean, TikTok's been around for a couple of years now, um, which I, and now it's a brag. I mean, like I have, I have like, uh, I knew about TikTok for a while. Like I remember like looking up like a year and a half ago, just like Googling, like what, what's going to be the next big social media app. And like, cause I was like, Oh, how could it be an early adapter? And now granted I had like no talent then, you know, much less than I have now. Now I'm one of the most talented people alive. I had nothing to offer on TikTok, right? Now, I mean, I have I have some viral videos on there, which TikTok is so dumb. I have like a video where I'm like on on stage and I'm talking to some guy who like used to be a pastor, and the conversation is interesting. He, he I get him to to talk about why he was fired or why he's no longer a pastor, and it's it's very interesting. And the video has like two million views, and like people are like on there, like the people in the comments. There's like thousands of comments, and people are like bickering back and forth with each other. They're just debating like whether God is real and he exists. And like, that's like what there's like multiple arguments going on in the comment section, but like, that's like one of the arguments. And it feels like, it feels like when your parents are like arguing about you, but you're also in the room. I'm like, this is ridiculous. So TikTok, you know, it's been around for a little bit, but like now it's like crazy, you know, high downloads, uh, especially since the Corona shit happened. Um, my voice just cracked there, especially since COVID and, you know, people are fucking huge stars and the people that are huge stars are like, you know, uh, rich, rich white kids. That's, that's just what it is. And the app like shamelessly promotes those people. Like they bury like people that don't like resemble that. It's like, it's literally the, uh, the, the most superficial app. Uh, it's out there right now. There are some very funny sketches. I have like 30 some thousand followers and I had it before all these other comedians are on there. Now I don't even like care. Like, I don't want to get like, I don't want to get famous for the stand up that I did before the Corona stuff. Not famous because fame is, doesn't exist. You have to be like in a Marvel movie even then. But like, I don't know. Like what, what am I going to post a video of me talking about brunch? Not that I had any bits about that, but like, uh, brunch is expensive. It's like, yeah, my grandma's dead. She's, she coughed up one of her lungs. What are we, what are we doing here? So I don't know. It just seems ridiculous, but you go from Epstein, like this is the worst fucking thing in the world to now people are like, yeah, this, this girl can fucking dance. And it's like, dude, you're 30, bro. Like relax. 
why are you like you're emulating this dance that this 15 year old girl came up with? It's nothing like on her. Like these kids that are like becoming famous from it, um, or not even getting famous, like just getting clout. And it's so funny because like they all like live in ha- mansions with each other. Who's paying for the mansions? Like I'm sure that like maybe are you just all their parents just pulling together money and throwing them in there, which is s- smart ish. It's bad. It's not a good like a good thing like morally or I mean ethically. Sorry, like, but it's 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 smart. You got to push your kids to fame. You got to you got to sell their fucking bodies. You know, if China could clone these kids, which maybe that's what they were doing in that lab, uh, then they would and they would just they would kill you know. Lil Huddy or where fucking ever, and they would use the clone one. I mean, the guy already doesn't have a brain. I I, I only know him because like when I was logging onto the app, I would he would be, I would fucking he would pop up, and it's like, who's this? Like, I never imagined there could be someone smaller and less masculine than Timothy Chalamet. But it's like if Timothy Chalamet shed his skin like a snake, and that skin became a person and started like looking at a camera. In a way that I don't know. I feel like the guy is going to kill me. Like I log on and like, they, I don't know. Like you can't really determine like who's the first thing you see. You scroll a little bit and this guy comes up. He has like a hundred million followers and he's like looking at you. I'm like, are you, are you going to eat me? Or what is happening here? Is this like, are your eyes like, do you have like a superpower? We can just like hypnotize like idiots or like anyone under the age of 17. I don't understand it. But like we go from Epstein to TikTok. And it's like, what, 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 what? I don't know. I don't, I don't know, man. It's weird. It's like the app is literally, it's, I don't know. We're all, it's, we're all on the island now is what it's like. Everyone was like condemning the island. And now TikTok was like, but what if this is what it was like? Like the island was a beautiful uh, I mean, the things that were going on there were, were were horribly ugly, but the island is is it's fucking it's gorgeous. It's like tropical, and it's it looks like a, a Scientology center, and you see it, and you're like, holy shit, what the fuck is this? Is this like a, a villain in a James Bond film? No, it's where they fuck kids. It's even worse. Holy shit, who did that? Uh Bill Clinton and uh, the guy from the Rush Hour movies. Jackie Chan? No. The other guy. Fuck. All right. And then, oh, that's not good. Don't, we should never do that again. No, I agree. Fast forward several months. Dude, this app is nuts. There's all these dances and they're fucking sick. Oh, like a dance. It's like an app where people dance. Yeah. Like, and you can like watch like, you know, people dance and they, 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 they dance good. And that, you know, a lot of times they're not really wearing anything. Um, but wasn't it bad to sexualize kids? Is that what we like learn from Epstein? It's like, well, yeah, I mean, learning is, you know, what is learning even, you know, why, why would, you know, learning is, you know, I learned how to play the piano when I was six and then I, I don't play the piano anymore. Okay. So I guess I download the app then. Yeah. Download the app. Everyone, I, I feel like I'm about to fucking delete my shit from there, dude. It's not worth it. Like, I feel like my name is going to be on the list. Just a billion of us on the list. If Epstein were alive today, he'd be like, the fuck? 
where was this? He'd be like losing it to scout people, I guess, like a farm system. I don't know. It's fucking weird. Everything, nothing matters. That's the thing. Felicity is nothing, nothing matters. That's, that's what, that's why I'm a, that's, I hate saying this because it sounds corny. That's why I'm a comedian. I already think life is a joke anyway. If you look at all these things, it doesn't matter. Like we don't, none of, we don't learn. Like I was talking to my dad and he's the sweetest man in the world. Um, but you know, he's a fucking, he's a boomer and you know, he can only contribute so much. Um, and by that, I mean, he can buy me food. Uh, <laughs> but he was like, Oh, you know, I think we're going to learn from this. You know, our healthcare is going to reform. I'm like, what makes you think that dad? Like I, I, he, you know, more than me, dad, I'm like, you've been around longer. You've read more, seen more, done more. You fucking served in Iraq. You've created kids. But like, what, why would you do that? Like we have mass shootings all the time. The only time we haven't had mass shootings is when, you know, we're all inside. And it's like, nothing's happened. There's no change. It's all, it's all a joke. It's a, it's a lost cause anyway. Um, you know, that's not really a message that inspires change, but people got to wake up, like, you know, start to really, I think it makes you evaluate knowing that, like, how do I be a good person? How do I develop some morals and kind of operate in this fucked society, which is what it is. Like we're living in a dystopian world now. Yes, absolutely. But like, we've already kind of been moving towards that. So, you know, if you're white, God bless you. Uh, but otherwise it's fucking tough titty. Like it sucks. It's like fucked, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. As some would say, um, you know, it's just so funny. All the people that Trump like has control over in terms of like, he's such a radical person and you have to be radical. Like Trump can't go on. And this is what I've, I've been realizing is he can't have bedside manner because people on either end of the spectrum hate like centrist pussies. So that's, I'm not, that's not me calling them that. That's how they view them. Those people are like, have an opinion like, and they will not be shaken nor stirred. They're like, they will be stirred, but not shaken. Like, like if you're deep on the left or deep in the right, you're not like your ideology. You're so attached to them um, that you can be radicalized. So that's what Trump has done to an extent is he's helped radicalize the people. And, and by that, I mean, it's, you know, the other day, you know, whatever, one of his staffers is infected. He goes on uh, the news and he's like, he's now he's saying that I uh, use like these tests. Uh, they're, they're not great. They're not good. Uh, she was very, she, I'm not, my Trump's not that great. Um, but he was like, she was very negative. Uh, for a long time, she's very negative, and now she's very positive, and now we can't, uh, we can't, uh, we can't, uh, we can't these tests. That's why they're not so great. Uh, they're not the greatest test. And it's like, oh, okay, well, all right, well, uh, do we get tested or not, dude? And a lot of people now are, I'm, are not. I, I, I just don't think a lot. I think a lot of people are going to see that, and, and you know, because this country is like, you know. There's just no, there's just no saving a lot of these people. They're going to see that and be like, oh, these tests are not so great. 
we should uh maybe we shouldn't we should we shouldn't get tested my country accents turning into little my southern accents turning into a little bit of a of a bush you know which is funny cuz george bush came out of the woodworks and like gave a like a you know some sort of message we need to uh, we need to quarantine quarantine this uh populate i mean i can only do so many uh voices but i don't know man it's tough a lot of people uh think that there's going to be trackers in the vaccine like they're going to track your movements when you get vaccinated if you're alive by then uh maybe i don't know i mean like so okay like whatever i mean here's the thing you already have a tracking device it's your phone like you, you, you that's what it, you know you have one you have a computer or a phone personally i need i never leave the house without my tracking device i get worried if people don't know where i am so what's the big deal no one no, also, where where are you going that, like, it really matters? Like, where are you going that, like, the government doesn't care if you go to fucking Ted's house to to watch 9-11 conspiracy videos. Like, they, just, they don't care. They don't care. You're not a threat. It'd be a bigger surprise if you went to a library, honestly. Like, it, it, it's not a big deal. Get a tracking device. Do it. Like, whatever. You, you're telling me that that if your chances of survival are, you know, exponentially greater getting the vaccine, but they can track your movements. I don't, I just don't care. Like I, cause I assume they're doing that anyway. You know, what's, what's that fucking law? Merv's law, you know, Murphy's law where it's say Merv. Murphy's law, anything that can happen will happen. If they can track you, then they will do it. And they already are. And a lot of Americans are okay with that. I am okay with that because I don't have a choice. I'm not going to fight against that. I'm going to make the one guy that's not tracked. If everybody else is tracked around me, then so am I. Like, you're bought in. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's just like the the things that we create arguments over in this country is so, so dumb. And I'm sure that I'm sure that people in the media, you know, major news outlets are hired by, you know, corporations, companies, politicians to create those arguments, you know, and it's the reason that, you know, the government was like, hey, this is a UFO. Then, you know, there's a reason for everything. The reason they're saying this. There's a reason that, you know, there's people are saying that, or the government's saying that you can't join the military if if you've ever had coronavirus. It's there's reasons for all this stuff. The big question is 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 what is that reason? What are the reasons? That's where the fun tinfoil conversations happen. And those are the ones that I fucking live for. You know, but uh, I'm I'm happy to be back in Florida, dude. Per capita, we're doing pretty fucking well in terms of uh, people having 
uh, the virus. Now, numbers will go up because because more there's more testing. But if Trump keeps saying that testing sucks, and uh, who knows? Who God can only know. All I know is that I loved every day. You know, I float on my fucking pool. You know, I work out. I chill with my dog, my literal dog, and soon I'll be chilling with my my dogs, my boys here in Florida. It's a good state, man. It's underrated state, under fucking rated state, and it really is. And you could shit it on, shit on, and shit on it all you want. It's fine. I don't want more people here. I I don't. So. You know, I really appreciate you guys listening. Try to take some of the shit home with you. And if I'm an idiot, you know, you can message me or just tweet at me that I'm an idiot. I don't I don't care. Um, I mean, I do care. I care deep down. Um, what does make me feel good and what I do care about is you guys, the ones that are listening, the ones that are, you know, seeing what I'm up to and 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 seeing and listening to what i have to say and cuz we're kind of all in this together so it's 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 good to it's good to have you know it's good to have this with each other i definitely i definitely i definitely fucking enjoy it and to speak on me being inconsistent for those of you that that do listen to the podcast i've been grossly inconsistent that will change the reason um to get vulnerable for a second that i've that i've been inconsistent Honestly, is, uh, you know, living in New Jersey with two other people who still had their jobs after I lost mine. Um, it was, they're fucking great dudes, but just going through, you know, the mental shit of like, I was on this national tour and now I'm not, what's going on with my career, what's going on with the world, you know, self, both selfishly and, you know, uh, focusing on world shit and trying to sort through my own mental health and, you know, my friends having their jobs it was different and, uh, experience for them. It's still extremely tough and not easy, but you know, I'd wake up every day at noon and I would watch, you know, like, you know, TV and, uh, then, you know, we'd eat dinner and then they would be there like, oh, I closed the sale or, you know, the work was so tough. It's so strenuous. My day, I was in meetings, you know, for eight hours and then it gets to my turn to talk about my day. And I'm like, yeah, I watched, uh, I watched Sopranos for seven hours and, and cried while, while eating ice cream and drinking white wine. So like, you know, that was it every day, but like I watched a shit ton of TV and I did all that stuff. So I don't know, man, I, I didn't feel like I was in a good place to, to get in front of a microphone and, uh, form some, some thoughts that would be entertaining and, you know, a little bit at least poignant, um, and I needed to find my own direction and my own, uh, you know, cause way of dealing with this. And I felt like, you know, you going through the stages of grief while I was there, uh, cause we all are losing a part of our lives, a great part of our lives. So now I feel closer to the acceptance stage and looking for ways to be opportunistic and not even so much as, as getting ahead and, in my career or in life, because that's not existent right now. Uh, unless you're uh, a murder hornet or a quickly, uh, uh, quickly mutating virus. But, uh, you know, using this time to, to reflect and, 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 and focus on, uh, art, consuming art, writing and spending time with my family and, and, uh, casually trolling people on Twitter. 
So if you follow me on Twitter, I really appreciate that. My handle is Dan Mancarney, D-A-N-M-A-N-C-A-R-N-E-Y. And on Instagram, Dan R. Carney, D-A-N-R, as in Robert, which is my middle name. And Carney, my last name. Um, if you want to follow me on either of those, that'd be great. I'll leave this a review. Would really, really appreciate that. It would mean a lot. And I, like I said, I'm going to be much more consistent um, putting this out on a Monday. It's going to be Monday every week. I, pr- I promise you. Promise you. All right. If you're listening, I, I seriously fucking appreciate it. You have no idea. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm doing it for those, those, those that are going to be putting out some sketches and having some fun. And we're going to have some fucking fun and uh, dredge up some conspiratorial shit and shit on people that are idiots. So if you're listening, you know that that's what this podcast is about. So I really appreciate it. Once again, I said that like a million times. I'm going to get the fuck off the mic. Thank you, guys. Be safe. Enjoy your week. Enjoy this episode. Share it with a friend, you fucking idiot.